tallest baby now. Carnage. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Twenty-one and a half inches. About six feet tall. Ready for the NBA. Six seven. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be the next uh, NBA young boy. <laughs> Luke Longley. Luke, looking Longley. Looking Longley. That looks the same. This is VHS Cult, the only podcast brave enough to take on the haters and the globalists, the psychic vampires with their adrenochrome and the, and, uh, the ray guns that give you Havana syndrome or whatever. <laughs> the um, the haters, us. the globalists, uh, this is Kyle, Deep by state. the way, they, uh, they got me this week, the haters. I think what, what they did is... Um, Shortly before I entered the gym, they sent an Asian in there who uh, sprayed the Havana syndrome everywhere. And so I've been kind of sick the last couple of days. What's weird about um, the Havana syndrome, as I've experienced it, is uh, I've noticed that this is the last few times I've gotten sick with the Havana syndrome. Um, I don't ever really seem to get totally sick anymore. I'll just feel kind of bad for a couple of days and then be like, all right, well, back to normal. Like, I'll start to show symptoms, and they go away. This time, um, the gland in my neck is really swollen, and it, that was the worst part. It hurts. And my sinuses. You got big old swollen glands, so it's, you got that uh, flu from the stand. Uh, Just one of them. You know. Just the one on the right side is uh, swollen and hurts. It's going to explode and a shower of pus and black stuff. Well, uh, you mentioned uh, Stephen Kingsley, Mr. Stefano King. Stefan King. King. <laughs> uh, since I haven't, I mean, I didn't feel terrible. I wasn't super sick. Like I said, I was still doing cardio and stuff, but I've just been like hella lazy the last couple of days. Gave me plenty of time to watch the new Netflix series Squid Game, which doesn't have anything to oh. do with Stephen King. But I did also I watch Midnight Mass, which um, is basically like a Stephen King story. I mentioned, I think this time last year when The Haunting of Blind Manor came out, uh, the Mike Flanagan, he also did Midnight Mass and The Haunting of Hill House. I mentioned last year how I got tricked because I kept forgetting that he doesn't actually just make horror series. Like they're more... Um, He's more concerned with like being seen as a, oh I'm making prestige TV it's all character driven and blah 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 which is whatever I don't really care about that shit but this time I tempered my expectations going into it with Midnight Mass where I was like I'm probably not gonna like this and it's not really gonna be horror. I um, go into that every TV show or movie. Let's just know. Yeah, sure. pretty much. Well, no movies. I'm I specifically go out of my way to watch stuff I know that I'm gonna like at this point. Well, no, I watch everything, but um, I was like, yeah, it's not. I got just gotta remember, it's not really gonna be horror, and it's just gonna be about uh really cliche characters talking big monologues, talking about shit, which is that's all totally in there in this, but um. It's very Stephen King. It's actually pretty interesting. So I recommend you watch that instead of Squid Game so we can talk about it more next week. Okay. Hey, Squid Game's not good. Kind of, the concept seems fun. Um, Squid Game is... So I've noticed this, um, I'm guessing, because of the success and popularity of Parasite or Bong Joon-ho in general. Um, yeah. Korea has this trend where they uh, make shows that are sort of they have the at this point it's just like a a coding of anti-capitalism right 
there's not any teeth to it like an actual Bong Joon Ho movie. There's just just like the it's kind of like pastiche of anti capitalism. There's not any real criticism so in it. Dash of it in there. Yeah, just because it's kind of like uh, in vogue or whatever. Uh, Squid Game suffers from that quite a bit, where it's like, yeah, capitalism is bad, I guess, but you know, it's major studio release, so we can't say too much. <laughs> the, the, the ending sucks, but um, Squid Game does have much more interesting characters than Midnight Mass. Uh, Midnight Mass is just this is the same thing with his other series too. It's just like the most cliche characters. I noticed that it's a lot of critical acclaim for his characters. So maybe there's just something wrong with me, but I just, um they're, they're they're bland to me, <laughs> and I don't want the, 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 the like the performances are good and stuff, right? And uh, it's I haven't really watched any of his uh, his stuff. I think I started to watch The Haunting Hill House, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think Midnight Midnight Mass is worth watching, especially for you since you like Stephen King. It's got a lot of um. I like Stephen King, but I tend not to like any movie or or TV show that is done by Steve or is a Stephen King story or mm -hmm. similar to Stephen King. Um, so you know, one of Stephen King's um, motifs in a lot of his stories is like uh, communities or groups of people like falling into madness or like fervor of some kind. Mm -hmm. that's kind of what's going on here like the stand or uh salem's lot or uh the mess even it's even in it a little bit right the the, the town yeah, in it is, sure yeah. Area, that's his one of his yeah one of his big motifs is like small towns actually being kind of a little strange a little Sinister, strange a little spooky so yeah that's uh what's going on in midnight mass um, cinematography is good. Acting is good. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just me that like this current trend in television to make it just, you know, look at all these great dialogue and all these monologues from, well, like, that's not interesting to me as, as far as storytelling goes, or I guess I'm just more interested in story rather than performance. <laughs> and yeah, you know what I mean? Say, man, I don't, I don't care. I, I mean, I, I think we talked about this a little bit at some point before, but I just don't know that TV shows are a good vehicle for horror because uh, it just feels like it should be more short and sweet. Oh, yeah, that's another problem, too. It's uh, seven parts, so total of, like, seven hours, which, I mean, not too long, but you could definitely could have trimmed it down to about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cool shots in it. Um, I will say that. He's got uh, an eye, a good eye for... Um, well, I guess it might come down to a cinematographer, but it's directed well. Cinematography's good. Acting's great. It's got Rahul Kohli in it again. He's a cool guy, famous from um, making uh, pedophilia jokes on the Funhouse Gaming channel on YouTube. <laughs> also, I guess he's a serious actor, too. I don't know. He's a cool guy. But anyhow, yeah, if... Um, I, I don't know. I think Midnight Mass is more worth watching than Squid Game. But I have been watching a lot of um, Korean TV shows over like the last year or so. So maybe I'm just kind of like burnt out on their tropes, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. You've been on the Korea train for a couple of years now. Longer than that, yeah. really. I mean, since you were well, in high yeah. school. Well, yeah. In high school, I was in uh, Park Chan Wook and. Um, a little bit Bong Joon-ho. I didn't um, know who Bong Joon-ho was specifically in high school, but I, I had seen some of his movies at that point. But yeah, Park Chan-wook for sure in high school. And then, yeah, it's, once the pandemic started, I got uh, really into Korean media in general. I guess I you still am. Idol shows. 
I after this is over, I gotta watch fucking Girls Planet, man. New episode. <laughs> Who got eliminated from Girls Planet? The um, what's interesting about Girls Planet is uh, I think it's a consequence of them starting off with um, like a hundred girls. Uh, no one stands out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, it's that one's gonna win. Mm-hmm. There's like, I, a, I mean, I feel yeah. that way about even like reality shows that are only like fifteen people. I'm like, which one is this again? Well, I, I think like, I, I feel uh, like it, or, or um, even thirty. I guess like the Bachelor. I've watched with my wife a little bit. I'm always like, ah, which one is this fucking dork again? Well, I feel like it should be different in this regard because it's uh, about like performance, right? So people, it should stand out and be charismatic and it, yeah, like a draw. Yeah, I get it, but you know, that's 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 not necessarily how you make a, a boy band or a girl band. I mean, there's a they they try to create little narratives with the, some of the girls and stuff, but I'm just kind of like, uh, I'll get to the singing and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> Do a little singing and dancing for me. Yeah. It is incredibly exploitive, too. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, actually, also... Yeah, that's, let, that's the world for you. Yeah. Everybody's being exploited. No one... Only really, people generally just kind of pretend to care about exploitation. I there's From what I can tell, it's, it's always very um, short-lived whenever exploitation gets called out. Hashtag me, too. People just don't seem to have the bandwidth or the attention span for um, anything anymore. Yeah, it's all just uh, flavor of the week type stuff. That's too bad. Speaking of flavor of the week, they're making a Tiger King too. But um, Tiger King's in prison. I uh, yeah, I don't know how that works. Maybe it's about him and his his prison harem, all the, all the vulnerable men he's exploiting in prison. Uh, I don't know about that. I think he, he. I've heard he's doing really bad in prison. Tiger King? Yeah. Well, maybe it's about how bad he's doing in prison. He's joined someone else's harem. Holy shit! He's got to be in like the the um like not protective custody. But what are they called, dude? Yeah, um, I don't know. Yes, solitary. I guess maybe. Yeah, he's probably on like. Yeah, there's a word for it. He's too. He's too famous. Yeah, because you can't come out there the general population. You get fucked up. Um, that's crazy. They're also making a Mario cartoon movie everyone's dunking on. I don't really care. It's yeah, for, Chris Pratt's a weird choice, but whatever. Yeah, but whatever. It's fucking to sell consumer products anyways. I don't give a shit. How dare you speak to Mario this way? It's, it's a me, a Mario. I don't give a fuck about no, about the no Mario. You you love the Marios. Yeah, when I was like, uh, what, six? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like six through like 22? <laughs> <laughs> six through 18, 19. <laughs> yeah. I see. I don't really care too much about video games anymore. But Yeah, I haven't really played a video game in it's been a while. Yeah. Except for like when I play, I guess I do play with the kids, but I don't really play anything on my own. Yeah, I don't really go out of my way to play video games. Well, no, I played EverQuest for a while again, but... I keep saying I'm going to buy um, uh, Death Stranding, but I haven't done it yet. Director's Cut just came out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> director's Cut. What, what's the Director's Cut for a video game like? 
Also, he had total creative control of the original version. <laughs> That's my point, too. What is he adding in? Um, I think it's just um, a marketing, titling sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a right? DLC that they're fucking marketing as a director's Well, it's not DLC because it, it does not expand on the story at all or anything like that. It's just uh, fucking some features that maybe they, I guess they didn't have time to put in. I don't know. Whatever. Fucking Hideo Kojima, he can do what he wants. He's earned that right. <laughs> no, he hasn't. No one's earned that right. Hideo Kojima and Gandhi. You do whatever they want. <laughs> Mahatma's Gandhi. Mahatma's Gandhi. I, every time I think of Gandhi, I think of PMP. You don't think about him sleeping with young girls? <laughs> oh, we're getting saucy now. You don't think about him, him being angry that Japanese people were considered white in South Africa, but his people were considered colored? Yeah, I mean, it's very in keeping with how the Japanese see themselves. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, well, sorry, everyone. Gandhi wasn't that great either. <laughs> uh, was anybody really that great when it comes down to it? If you Mother really Teresa, anybody, right? Was... Oh, fuck Mother <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> uh... You know who is great? Shion Sono and Nicolas Cage. I actually watched this over a week ago, but I forgot to mention it last week. Um, Shion Sono's movie with Nick Cage came out, and I watched it. Prisoners of the Ghostland. It's basically um, Shion Sono's Mad Max. It's got some interesting ideas in it, but uh, it's no like. Is Nick Cage playing Mad Max? Yep, he's the star of the show. It's no like guilty romance or love exposure, but it's it stands up there with uh, Shion Sono's, Sono's lesser works. Out of the like fifty films he's made, <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage, Nick Cage character gets a testicle blown off in it. It's worth watching. It's got some cool shit in it. Oh right, yeah, it's something George Miller about to do. Hell yeah, master testicle mm. blown off by Master Blaster. Master Blaster. That's why they call him Master Blaster. Master Blaster, Blaster Yeah, I'm a master of blasting testicles. Testicles. Uh, Titan is coming out to theaters. Make the, the excursion to go to a movie theater to see Titan. Yeah, I don't. I don't go to movies anymore. I'm never Titan. gonna go to a movie again. I mean, I'm sure it'll be on the internet in a week or two after it's in theaters, anyways. But it's like a movie that um I would like to see in theaters. Do you know anything about Titans? Titans. Titan. Titan. No, I don't know anything about Titans. So it uh, won the Palme d'Or, which is whatever, who gives a fuck, at con. But um, the director, Julia... Yeah, the director, Julia Ducournau, I don't know how to pronounce French names. Ducournau, she directed a uh, sort of a sexy, weird, coming-of-age cannibalism movie called Raw that came out a few years ago that I absolutely love. And this movie is like a strange body horror woman is in love with their car. She becomes pregnant from having sex with the car. I don't know. It sounds cool as shit. So. Oh, exactly. Is this the origin story for that uh, 80s cartoon where the kid turns into a car? Exactly. <laughs> uh, it sounds right up my alley. So, um, and she's a very, very good visual storyteller so it's a movie that i i feel like would be worth seeing in theaters but i i just don't have the motivation to do anything except for go to the gym so who knows if i'll make it <laughs> honestly who knows if i'll make it in general i was really making it 
The winter's coming. That's going to solve everything for some reason, I keep thinking. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Forget Halloween. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear the phrase winter's coming. Halloween. It's, it's Halloween, fall now. It's spooky town. It's spooky time. Well, fall now. Yeah, it's fall, but it's going to be you know, summer in Arizona for at least another couple of weeks. Although next week is like in the 80s. Uh, tomorrow's actually going to be in the 80s if the storm actually shows up. It's supposed to yeah. rain, like, tonight Let's and see. cool down. Um, yeah, it's also, if you go outside at, like, midnight, it's not too bad. Or if you get up at, like, 6 or 7, it's nice for a little bit. Yeah, we, uh, I usually get up around 6 since the back door and windows are open until about, about 8.39. <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, a nice change of pace because that's, this is the major problem with the heat in Arizona that people, like... I don't know if they don't communicate it well. Or it's fucking relentless for like five months out of the year. We're like, yeah, everybody's like, oh, it's a, it's a dry heat. Well, first of all, not when the monsoons hit. It's also it's muggy as shit. And it's and also all, it's it fucking does, six months out of the year. And it doesn't during like um, May, June, July, August, most. Of yeah, you go out and three o'clock in the morning. It's still eighty-two degrees. Fucking hotter than that. Stay at like fucking ninety, like all through the summer. That is the worst part. You can't get any fucking relief from it ever. But whatever, it's over, and I'll never have to experience it again because I'm getting the fuck out of here. You said it every year. Yeah, but guess what? This happened like a month ago, at least, or something. But Momo from Twice is single again, so you know, fucking the chance for Kyle, oh. Captain of Gondor, to show his quality. <laughs> <laughs> Grimes is single again. Grimes is single again, too, but she lives in Texas, so fuck that. <laughs> 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 I'm not going just slightly to the east in Texas where it's also hot and shitty. I'm going to go to Korea where it's cooler and shitty. I think Korea gets pretty hot. Yeah, in summertime, yep. I mean, they're on like the same longitude as the Mediterranean, so... There you go. That's <laughs> you know what's north of Korea though. I mean, the entire entire China? Korea. <laughs> I'm talking. Oh man, it's like Siberia. <laughs> Siberia. Siberia is up there. That's crazy, man. They got tigers in uh, North Korea. They used to have them in South Korea, but um, I think they got hunted. Yeah, well, there used to be, uh, uh, what, jaguars in uh, Arizona, but not no more. People sometimes still report seeing them down south. Yeah, around the border area. Mm-hmm. And then... We, uh, we do have coyote wolves, apparently. Are those coyotes mixed with wolves? Coyotes mixed with wolves mixed with dogs. They're probably oh, very smart. Dude, that makes them very dangerous, too, right? Because then they will not be afraid of people. They'll probably come in and, like, steal someone's baby... And then everyone will make a joke out of it. You remember Dingo? <laughs> and the woman will spend four years in prison until the, the government's like, oh, you know what? I guess I guess the Dingo did steal your baby. Yeah, that's one of those. That's like the lady who spilled the, the scalding hot coffee on herself, right? And they worked so hard in the media to make it a joke. But like, if you read the report, it's fucking it's <laughs> yeah, fucking fused the lady in it. Yeah. Fused lady together. Fucking ridiculous. But I gotta protect that McDonald's money. Blast it with the fucking Havana syndrome, Ray. Right? Isn't that, it's supposed to be like a subsonic um, magical device that Cuba invented. Gives you Havana I don't syndrome. Think it, I don't think supposed, supposedly it wasn't Cuban invented. It was a Russian invention. They were just testing oh, it. Was what I remember reading. But also, it's bullshit. It's made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's totally made up. Unlike the dingo by a baby lady and uh, 
coffee lady. I don't mean to to. to I don't know their names. I apologize. <laughs> I don't know their names. I just know yeah. their stories. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not great with names. I'm great with I'm great with imagery and story. I remember names sometimes. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, I got uh, abs now, so I figure Momo, um, Grimes, any of them, I can get them all. If you get, if I get into single digit body fat, fucking. <laughs> It's over for you, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I had my shirt off this morning and I was walking to the kitchen area. I was like, Dad's got a four pack. <laughs> got a K. I don't have I don't have a lot of uh, definition uh, on the uh, upper abs. Oh, <laughs> uh, I get yeah. I don't have mine are um. I got like a, like a big long torso man abs. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. I think that's what mine are. <laughs> I don't got a six pack or a four. I just got fucking muscles all over my torso. It's pretty it's like the I mentioned before I didn't have a goal of um having abs I don't care too much about them but my goal was to get like uh, my body fat really low get shredded and looks like we're getting there. I think like that's all you need right is you get single digit body fat you're good to go right no matter what that's how you find love. Uh yeah, I think that's all I read on the insult forums. Yeah, you just get single digit body fat no problem. I'd say, yeah, I mean, like... It has nothing to do with personality or treating people, right? It's all about about your body fats. Well, what's cool about me, in addition to be tall, good-looking, getting my body fat low, I'm just incredibly charismatic. It's really easy for me to attract people to me, sometimes superficially, you know, like a psychopath. That happens sometimes. Um, So really... too, too, Kyle. (laughs) Total package, just like Lex Luger is what I was thinking, but... There's two minuscule problems, I think. Would you like to hear what those two problems are? I like, guess one, so. Once again, no, I mean, I got. I like to hear the problems since I'm Mr. Perfect, like her honey. Right. This is huh? two small problems, absolutely minuscule. <laughs> the, the, no way would they ever cause any. Oh, like we got to talk about Dark Souls and Ring after you're done. But oh yeah, it's. Oh, I forgot. I didn't to watch Chris Candy one. I just watched the. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about Tommy Dreamer and yeah. <laughs> The two problems, it's just uh, absolutely no money, right? Broke is a joke. <laughs> no, not even any social currency. You know what I mean? I, I occupy some of the lowest rungs of society. I'm a dirt person. No big deal, though, right? No one worries about that shit. And the second one, He's gonna find I don't know, dirt person. every other month or so, uh, I just become completely consumed by like my darkest thoughts and become one of the absolute worst people to be around. So, He's through the magic of positive thinking. Well, I just, like I said, those are just two small problems. I think you know nothing to worry about. They've caused problems for like every <laughs> other like, rela- every other relationship I've had. But you know, <laughs> the first one not really a problem. The second one, absolutely a problem. <laughs> I've been I've been with you when it's caused problems in your relationships. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something to uh, worry about. But we all no, got we all got issues, you know. We we all have a cross to bear. Except for Elon Musk. Next report! What the hell's happening? Ma'am, OP just posted critical levels of thirst. These ratings are off the charts! How much pussy does this motherfucker get? We read zero pussy, ma'am. Dear God. That's about Elon Musk. (laughs) He gets zero pussy. (laughs) It sounds like he gets a lot of pussy, but he's just a terrible person to be around. I see no evidence that he's ever gotten pussy. (laughs) What do you mean as a child with robot name? Grimes, fucking Grimes had sex with like a robot to make that baby or something. She didn't actually have sex with Elon Musk. That's ridiculous. 
uh, Dark Side of the Ring, Tommy Dreamer had to apologize for his uh, performance. It was the most half assed apology ever. I was like, I'm sorry that you were offended. Yeah, sorry I offended you. Oh, I got to reiterate uh, I was just joking uh, about uh, Grimes and Momo and stuff uh, in case Mina listens to this podcast twice. Uh, Mina from Twice is actually the most beautiful woman on the planet. I don't give a fuck about Momo. <laughs> 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 yeah that's important yeah anyways <laughs> well what if she listens to it <laughs> she's a woman i, I mean we got about maybe 100 to 200 <laughs> listeners on average each podcast I, I don't know that she's one of them but maybe <laughs> if she is i hope the motherfucker tweet about it because whatever you do in korea for social media because I, I need i need i got kids to feed <laughs> <laughs> fucking give my name out there yeah, the sooner you get this podcast popular, me, you know, the sooner we can get married. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> that's how yeah, you get social currency. Then the number two but doesn't matter anymore. Hell yeah, fucking all the... You, well, you become, instead of being like a, a depressed weirdo, you're just eccentric. Yeah, people don't worry about that shit. Like, wow, he's just what, what, what once in a generation mind. Wow. Just like Kanye West. <laughs> wow. Generational talent. No one thinks like him. <laughs> <laughs> just like Ric Flair. Yeah. Spinning his penis around, molesting stewardesses. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, So, Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> had oh, yeah, apologize. I mean, Tommy Dreamer obviously came off really fucking shitty. And oh, I, yeah. To me, JR came off way worse. I, um, I, he just felt like, oh, yeah, the boys will be boys. And, you know, I think at one point he's like, yeah, she just didn't know how to handle Ric Flair. <laughs> I don't remember JR rubbing me the wrong way too much. Well, not any more than like. Uh, I, don't know, I guess just because JR is such like an you know, old timer country man, like <laughs> so yeah, that sounds about right, JR. <laughs> he just lulled you into this, this country yeah. charm. I was like, wow. Um, RVD and, and just incredible came off okay, I guess. Mm, I mean, the thing with RVD is uh, appreciate you calling it out and stuff, man. But um, you, <laughs> a little late. You, you didn't help her out though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and then Justin Incredible is kind of just an annoying guy, so whatever, Justin Incredible. What are you talking about? He's the uh, employee of the month at Target for like six months running, from what I remember. Really. Oh, shit. That means he's definitely a cool guy. Everyone loves to hang out with the employee of the month at your fucking <laughs> retail job. <laughs> you definitely invite him over to uh, drink and do some drugs, right? He won't, he's definitely not going to snitch. That's the type of person you, you know... I shouldn't say this because this is uh, one of those unhealthy thoughts I have, right? But that's the type of person that you, you just want to make sure that they end up on a memorial t-shirt, you know? Oh, yeah, hey, I don't want to take it that far. <laughs> it's, just, it's the kind of person that uh, I don't want to be around. I'll put your ass on a t-shirt. He's um, already on a t-shirt. He's just incredible. He has at least one. Yeah, but I'm not talking merch. I'm talking airbrushed. <laughs> Rest in peace. You gotta go down to Arizona Mills get that airbrush. Yeah, get that airbrush, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I've been, um, well, I haven't recently because once again, no money, no money. Broke is a joke. Uh, money short like Muggsy, as they say. But for a while, I was uh, trying to find old airbrush shirts or find like some sort of um, operation that was making airbrush shirts. I want to get like fucking oversized like eight ball airbrush shirts. You know? <laughs> that old 90s shit. Hell yeah. When we were uh, on one of our anniversaries before we were married, I got my wife an airbrush shirt with my face on it. Nice. That's pretty good. Pretty. You and Tupac, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you airbrush yourself in there with like Tupac and Biggie. Oh, no, I don't put Biggie and Tupac together. 
Yeah, yeah but you always see that shit, right? Well, no, the fucking... The best yeah, yeah, they're hanging time. out in heaven together or some shit. I don't know. Remember um, when uh, Death Row was like, that was the shit? When they had Snoop, Dre, uh, Tupac, and I mean, like, Daz Dillinger was there and shit. But, like, they had that uh, poster and t-shirt and stuff that was just their faces. Fucking, yeah. you gotta get an airbrush version of that. That's fucking, that's, man, that's a fucking killer shirt. I gotta find it. I wanna get the, uh, the Coachella performance where it's uh, Dre and Snoop and then uh, Tupac's hologram. Yeah, <laughs> hologram <laughs> Tupac. That technology really didn't take off, huh? The only thing it's been used for is... Uh, <laughs> it so wasn't Kanye. even new technology. People were using it, like magicians were using it like the 1800s. Kanye, Kanye used it to bring back uh, Kim Kardashian's dad, right? Oh, yeah, that was creepy as fuck. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if my husband did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's also and also OJ didn't do it <laughs> Juice was framed uh, yeah Tommy Dreamer what a chump I like uh, he had that great line in it though where he's um, <coughs> I got two ponytails someone's probably offended by my two ponytails and when he said <laughs> no that offended by your stupid ass ponytails I mean when he showed up I, I was pretty offended actually I was like that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen you're not a samurai <laughs> <laughs> you're not the daimyo uh, I mean he also his hair is noticeably dyed like shoe paws dyed <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also, I, I don't know if you noticed, when people have, like, that dark of hair, that shit seems to go gray pretty fast. Like, when you have dark hair, like our dad. Remember, our dad had pretty yeah, dark hair. Yeah, salt pepper hair by the time he was, like, 40. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know it's, it's a dye job, because, like, there's no way your hair's that dark still, you know? That's crazy. Even my hair is faded, and my hair has always been really light. Ridiculous. Super Tommy He's ridiculous as fucking Tommy Dreamer. With that in mind, though, like just trying to hold on to to your youth as long as possible. I've, I've been pretty concerned about aging lately. I guess I'm going through my midlife crisis, being 35 now, right? Because there's, I'll be lucky to make it to 70, but I guess it's in the middle of my life. I didn't want to live to be 34. I don't want to die in a nuclear war. Yeah, that guy's. Uh, I can't remember his name now, but the guy from Circle Jerks and Black Flag, he's old as shit now. But yeah, to to reassure myself that you know I still have it, maybe in my like 40s. Um, like maybe I got a good solid another decade or 15 and being able to go really, you know, stay strong and in shape as long as I continue taking care of myself, made sure to watch AEW this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got like CM Punk on there and shit. And I think he's in his forties, but like fucking Sting was in there wrestling, man. He was still doing the splash, taking bumps and shit. He's like fucking 63. That's crazy. Oh, man, I, you know what? Sting is like the one old timey wrestler I still really enjoy. I well, I was. Um, I don't think anybody's had a bad story about Sting. It's, so correct me if I'm wrong. Well, he's like a born again Christian weirdo, so that's yeah, probably but, weird. But like, um, well, yeah, but he doesn't seem to be as big an asshole as some of the other guys. But uh, I mean, I was clowning on him coming back and stuff, mostly because the WCW comparisons and shit. But after watching that match, I was like, well, fucking, this dude can still wrestle. He's like old as shit. So I. Was uh, quite impressed by seeing actually. I mean, it was a tag match with him and Darby Allen, so like, yeah, Darby I don't Allen, think he can. I don't think he necessarily can. Hold he can't carry a singles match unless it's like a squash or something. I'm sure, but like, he no, he was still like fucking getting slammed and just doing splashes and shit. It was, I was like, what the fuck for real? Took like a hard ass clothesline. It's crazy. So um, that was inspiring. You know, CM Punk looks like shit, even though he's 
I mean, not like shit when he was 32. So it's not not surprising. Well, also like the top guys in AEW, the guy like the the top dudes that are not from AEW, but like started AEW and are like the 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 ten poles of AEW, like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and shit. They're all like 37, 38 and shit now. They're still going. I got some time. I just gotta stay in shape. Not me. My my hips are gone. I got broken hips. Yeah, you have a, like a back problem. You you got unlucky. Like I don't have, seem to have any of the 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 nagging problem, like injury stuff that you have. Luckily, but you, I guess you're taller than me, and you had a job where you had to sit down all day for I like to... four years, five years, six years. No, like a <laughs> decade. Yeah, I was. I was in. The, I worked there for like eleven years. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I got a knife set on my tenth anniversary, and a clock. <laughs> to remind you of your mortality, you will die here. <laughs> I showed them. Although that reminds me, I um made sure to save this screen capture that uh, comes from us from 4chan. I don't know, it just really encapsulated uh, uh living in the, the United States. I assume probably most of the world as far as uh, capitalism goes. But um, so it's got the the classic green text uh, quote that you know 4chan 4chan viewers are familiar with. It says, "How the fuck is anyone supposed to thrive?" And then this would be the person responding to him. <clears throat> You're not supposed to thrive. You're supposed to barely have enough physical and mental energy to hack it for forty plus years of your life chasing meaningless consumer goals while making someone else more money than you will ever s- making someone else more money than you will ever see. And then, when you think you finally won, all the shitty food, alcohol, drugs, etc., etc., that you consumed in order to cope with, cope with slaving, finally takes its toll on you, and you become a disease-ridden liquidity pool for the pharmaceutical industry until you're com- you've completely outlived your financial usefulness and you're allowed to die. Jokes on them. I eat pretty good. Then, oh yeah. Although I mean, I read an article, uh, um, I guess the other day about uh, the. Uh, nutrients and vitamins in food and how since the 1960s like uh, they're less than half uh, of the nutrients in food that we consume that awesome. would have existed in the 1960s and part of it's because of um you know the uh, um you know the produce industry just choosing plants based on uh durability and, and yeah. yield and not necessarily on the nutrients in climate but a part of it is also climate change and apparently excess co2 is not really good for plants Oh, it just makes them weaker. Makes the plants safe. Faster. And then we've uh, depleted the soil too, so there's not as much uh, nutrients in the soil for the plants to grab onto. So that's fun. But, uh, but hey, you know, I don't know if you heard this, but Elon Musk Grimes broke up. We should be talking about that more. Well, yeah, because Grimes is finally free, free to date me. I don't think I would date Grimes. Like I said, I'm a Mina man. All about Mina. I th- this morning. So um, I'm not one of those people that like. Uh, I know I'm a gym seller or whatever. <laughs> I'm a fitness dude or whatever now in my advanced stage. But I'm still not one of those people that's like fucking, oh man, plain chicken breasts, brown rice, and spinach leaves. You know what I mean? Like, I try, I eat healthy. I never now, understood now, why like, you couldn't put seasoning on your chicken breast. It's, yeah, the, 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 the calories that adds is like fucking so minimal or whatever. But um, I do try to eat pretty healthy in general, but I'm not, like, super militant about it. I'm not one of those people like, oh, I only eat for fuel, but fuck that. But I do um, avoid carbs quite a bit just because, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I can tell the difference when I'm eating a lot of carbs or not. But last night, fucking went crazy on some pizza for the first time in, like, months, right? 
I felt I like can't eat pizza too much pizza anymore. I'm getting lactose intolerant in my old age. Too much. I don't know if I'm lactose intolerant or it's a gluten problem or but um I got up this morning and I was like, holy it was it felt like I'd been drinking all night. It was terrible. So I guess I just don't eat pizza anymore. Ever. I mean for me it seems to be the cheese. That that's my because um I notice when I don't eat as much dairy, I feel better. I mean speaking of carbs, uh I I uh, I got my sourdough starter going again. Hell yeah, it's a fucking pandemic too. Another. I mean, I was making bread before there was a pandemic. Oh, and the only carbs I eat is um, I'll eat two tortillas before I go to the gym to get some uh, quick energy, right? But otherwise, I try not to eat carbohydrates too much because, well, not I I just like fucking avoid bread because bread does it makes you fat. That's what I. Well, it makes you fat, but it makes me. Makes me feel weird and bloated and like makes my like even sourdough. It's supposed to be easy to digest. <clears throat> I don't know. I just haven't been eating bread. I'll have to eat some I'll, I'll sourdough. Loaf. <laughs> some loaf, a loaf. Mom loves sourdough. I love sourdough too. The kids are starting to eat sourdough. That's the whole reason I started because uh, Ariel and James have been coming home and eating a loaf of, or a, a slice of sourdough with butter on it. Nice. That's so, uh. Fucking, you're ready to move back to San Francisco. San Francisco's all about sourdough. <laughs> That's where the sourdough we've been buying comes from. Uh, it's a bakery in San Francisco that, that fries sells. Sounds about right. They're well known for sourdoughs. That that old the, San Francisco, St. Francis. <laughs> Speaking of French, there's a French guy on uh, Great British Baking. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the Great British. It's, it's time for the Baking Bros Hour. Hell yeah, let's talk about these bakers. <clears throat> I'm glad Noel Fielding is still hosting. I think when he's done, I'm not going to watch it anymore. No, probably not. That's the whole reason I started watching it, actually. It was because Noel Fielding is on it. Uh, he's Maybe probably... Uh, replace him with uh, Julian Barrett. Julian Barrett. I imagine Noel's probably got a couple decades left in him, right? I mean, he's coming up on 50, I'd bet, at this point. But he's still got... It'll be crazy. Uh, I hope he still dresses the same way he does when he's like sixty years old. That'd be tight. <laughs> well, I mean, certain people never. Certain, I, a lot of people don't ever really change the way they dress once they hit a certain uh, style or age. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Because like theoretically, I don't dress my age, right? But like I've also always kind of dressed sort of punk rock. You know what I mean? Like. I'll, there's variations to like my style and stuff to to to, for, to match the times, I guess, sort of. But it kind of just yeah. I don't, I, I don't got a so. studded belt anymore. Yeah, like that's like that's just weird. But yeah, so I'll always wear boots. Fucking torn up black black jeans, western shirts. Fucking I'm gonna get uh, off sleeves, khaki, yeah. khaki shorts and uh, some polo shirts. That's the thing is, like, I'm 35. How am I supposed to dress? You know what I mean? This is because I'm also, like I said, I'm a dirt person. Am I going to be rolling around like I'm a fucking accountant or some shit? That's not me. It's <laughs> not what I do. I'm poor. And you got to dress for the job you want, which is accountant. Well, I want to be a guy that can still fucking wrestle and go to punk shows. So I'm already dressing for the job I want. I realize that's not like a. A career, but that's how I want to live. Some people made a career out of it. Yeah, Noel Fielding. <laughs> I guess his career is more uh, comedy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say he's usually doing uh, wrestling and punk shows. What's crazy about uh, 
this first episode of the the, the British baking people uh, that uh, Jürgen, the German man, is a German stereotype. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a real I'm man. I'm making a black forest. <laughs> he's a real man that is just the most German man that's ever been. Like every every cliche stereotype I have about Germans, he's all like fastidious <laughs> and polite, and he's good at engineering and shit. This is fucking, this is, yeah. <laughs> Very yeah, little sense of humor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is a German man, all right. Yes, I've won. Have you have uh, Italian guy, right? Giuseppe. Yeah, he was pretty uh, pretty Italian too. There's His pace uh, is very uh, very precise. Yeah, I, I was like, I'd like to see, um, like, a, an a Italian person go head-to-head battle with, like, a Japanese person when it comes to, like, cooking or baking, you know what I mean? Just because both those cultures seem to be uh, very much um, about, like, precision and doing things the correct way when it comes to food, you know? Oh, you should probably watch some of those old Iron Chef episodes. I definitely. Oh, Bobby Flay! <laughs> Uh, they also got the man from Trinidad, and, um, otherwise, it's, uh, British middle class. It's interesting to get a peek at the British middle class once in a while, huh? You don't ever see someone with, like, the urban London accent on the Great British Baking Show. I love things. Oi, bruv. Yeah, it's, uh... Probably because they're not really into, there's not a lot of bakers in that, there. Well, that's the, the the interesting thing about uh, baking is um, it's definitely a, a, a rich and leisured kind of person's hobby, right? I'm not rich or leisured. Yeah, but you just bake bread. You know what it's I mean? To, the, I, yeah, it's true. I'm not doing a lot of like fancy cakes. Now, yeah, you don't have fucking six throw, hours a together. day to do, devote to like the shit that they do, right? You know what I mean? It is very much like... Uh, upper crust sort of thing and it's reflected very well in the show because uh, those are the only people that have money and time to participate in that shit so it's nice to see the enemy the ultimate enemy you know what i mean sometimes you watch it and you're just like yeah this this is them huh here they are british what's uh another interesting thing is uh, that that young girl the youngster freya it's interesting to hear like a british accent with vocal fry i don't know if i've ever heard that before but I was like, huh. Yeah, it's the Kardashians. The Kardashians yeah. the it's the Kardashians. It's a bit of a fa. <laughs> I'm guessing. Here's my prediction. I think Giuseppe's going to win. <laughs> he said he's pretty good at baking shit. Yeah, I mean, surprisingly. <laughs> Pretty well, good at baking shit. They might sabotage. There's always like one or two that are just kind of like, you know, they're going to go home early. Yeah. From the, uh, the the first two one or two contests. I think though they might sabotage the foreigners though, don't you think? Sometimes the what? The foreigners, like the Italian man, the German man, the man from Trinidad. Absolutely, like, yeah. I we can't like a lot of the. <laughs> we can't a lot let of these one are are just white British people. I don't remember a lot of. Of uh, uh, different ethnicities winning the British uh, Great British Bake Off. Well, it's also uh, predominantly uh, white Brits, right? I guess there's more well, going English on. English for the English Brexit. <laughs> they say the immigrants steal the hubcaps of respected gentlemen. <laughs> Would be wine and roses if England were for Englishmen again. Ah, if only. 
That's National Front shit. <laughs> I guess that's probably yeah. Oh shit, that reminds me. So I saw on Twitter today or yesterday or something. Um, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, so normally I'm not like diving into the comments and shit. But uh, I guess someone posted that they went on a weird ass date that ended with like the dude like talking about how great Hamas and the IRA and stuff are and drunk driver or whatever. And a bunch of people were like dunking on it because like hell yeah, the IRA rules, right? So I, I I hopped into one of the, the threads on someone who was like the IRA rules, and I got to see um what like the the fucking unionist memes are kind of like, right? Like oh I. I don't know how probably as good as like the right wing Republican means. Yeah, it was an interesting experience because it was like uh, strange to see. I I guess technically it's not racist, right? But ethnocentrist, sectarian, like stupid unionist shit. Like uh, there's famously um, a clip that's uh, like um, Irish people and with their AKs, like men and women, like looking tough and shit. And it's playing like the dance version of Come Out You Black and Tans, which is fucking dope. There, this is, the, I saw the, the, the unionist variation of it, where it was like fucking newsreel footage of British soldiers, like fucking just a bunch of jawless Anglos marching. And, and the music was like one of those diddly shit fucking british marching songs like dup, 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 dup. <laughs> and then the the text on it was like stfu potato f word sending the black and tans and i was like you just fucking got nothing like this is just <laughs> the music sucks it's just a bunch of nerdy british people <laughs> well i mean the yeah, comedy it's hard to punch down and be good at comedy <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean the comedy was there it was just unintended comedy right like i was looking at it I I wasn't. Uh, it didn't make me like feel bad about supporting the IRA or being descended of descended from I, people f- fleeing the famine and subjugation. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, oh, they sure got me. It was just kind of like you guys do fucking suck. <laughs> like everything, <laughs> you shitty. Everything Anglo- I ever thought has been confirmed by this one. <laughs> yeah, you just shitty Anglo culture. <laughs> I realize like shit's still hot in uh, Northern Ireland, right? Still a lot of problems, but it's uh, it's crazy to me to think like. Some dude posted on Twitter. <laughs> I, I fucking I just love the union. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking. I love the Shankill butchers. That's me. I'm a Shankill butcher. <laughs> That's just like corny. <laughs> seems like the corniest shit, right? <laughs> Can't believe it. Unbelievable. But you know, it takes all kinds. Rich tapestry. Rich tapestry. Uh, still got something else that I wanted to bring up. But I don't remember it. Nothing else about the great. It's not, it's not on my list. Show. Some of Again. the challenges are like shit I would never want to bake. You know what I mean? Like the the the, the uh, I don't know if you remember what they call it, but the um, the penultimate or the ultimate challenge at the end of this episode, where it's like, oh, we've, we've got to make a three D cake and it's defying gravity. Oh, also. What sucks about care. a lot of the challenges is uh, what's that shit fondant, right? The oh yeah, fondant is gross. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. And then they like, well, have it's to. It's not supposed to be eaten. 
Yeah, and you have to utilize it so often. It's like, fucking, that sucks. Why do you want, who would want to eat that? Nicholas. No one. It's, it's like also, a lot of taste. shit on there. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, what they're making all the time. We, this episode, yeah, we're going to make a malt loaf. I was like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> it's a British thing. Yeah. That happens a lot. We're going to do a little bit of spotted dick. I was like, what? <laughs> What'd you call me? What are you talking about? I took an antibiotic, so I don't have that anymore. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I don't, I don't know much about um, baking or uh, patisserie. Or <laughs> confectionery. This is a uh, French thing, though. Don't get the, the English for after the match. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know about too much about it in general. I'm more of a cooking meat, making curry uh, kind of man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't oh, even know. Uh, meat pie? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. That's uh, watercrust, right? It's watercrust, uh, fucking, what's it called? Pastry? Salt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm more of a savory guy. I'm not too into baking, so. Uh, it was partially like I just don't know very much about it, but then a lot of it is just like yeah, British people eat this, huh? Uh. <laughs> and then to see what's the Prue, the old lady, like episodes where like someone's gonna use chorizo and she's like, Oh, it's not too spicy. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> chorizo. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? Chorizo. Oh, linguiza. Oh, foreign sausage. There's eh? <laughs> blood in it. Yeah, so I fuck them Brits, huh? <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. You're on, you're on watch. Uh, he hasn't done anything good since uh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. I was going to say Shaun of the Dead, uh, but I was like, wait a minute. Hot, Hot Fuzz is real good. <laughs> uh, I still haven't seen, uh, what was the third one? The uh, World's World End. One? You haven't watched all of the Cornetto trilogy? No, I haven't, surprisingly. World's Ends is not too bad. I mean, as you would expect. It's uh, definitely the weakest uh, Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, Nick Frost. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's it's not bad at all. It's just, yeah, British comedy, okay. <laughs> I know um, London Dinium is what the Romans called it, right? But doesn't it just yeah. sound like that stupid, cutesy British shit? London Dinium. London Dinium. This is a very uh, anti-Anglo episode. Yeah. I guess maybe I, I was... I just I was, want to talk about baking. I guess I was affected quite heavily by those uh, unionist memes. Yeah. <laughs> I really got your... I was, I was really like, oh, you're the worst. Uh, are you excited for Twice's first English single? Comes out nope. October first. I don't get excited for anything. You're not excited for the Muppets Haunted Mansion. I'm a little. I guess I'm a little excited for the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Doesn't I mean, it? Um, trying to watch for the kids, but doesn't it kind of look like shit? Because it's I just oh, it's um. All the uh, Muppet movies, not all the Muppet movies look like, are, you know, great. Even the, you know, uh, yeah, but, Star, which I love, it kind of looks like shit. Remember how cool it was that they would build sets and film the Muppets on location and do, like, yeah. cool camera tricks to Is it hide all CG the bullshit? It's uh, Muppets on bland CG backgrounds that are made to look like the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it's a little upsetting. Yeah, it Whatever. looks, it I looks mean, mad. I'm still waiting for them to pick up my, uh, my Muppets Great Gatsby uh, work. 
Well, they um, are unwilling to work with Frank Oz with regards to the Muppets. Yeah, I remember so. that, too. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? So I don't think they're too interested in uh, what anyone has to say about the Muppets. <laughs> Disney. Well, luckily, what does Frank Oz know about the Muppets, huh? Disney's going to get put out of business by the uh, Ditko estate, apparently. So that would be nice. <laughs> oh, my God. The fucking Marvel comic book nerds are the worst. Now, we this will be no more Disney. Spider-Man movies or no more Avengers movies and no more Spider-Man comic books. And you know what? It'll, it'll be the end of Spider-Man. I love know, the Ditko estate doesn't want to make any fucking money. Yeah, I just love the justifications that people have to stretch to to like have like the moral like uh, authority on uh, stupid shit like that. Like, well, it's just his estate, so they're evil money grubbers too, just like Disney. <laughs> Uh, God forbid uh, if they never paid the man in real life. God forbid they pay yeah. his children. Right? And then yeah, lots of people are just like, well, he agreed to that terrible contract that Marvel made him sign in the nineteen sixties. Mm, well, that maybe. doesn't that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> also, I I think it's up in the air whether he actually agreed to that shit because wasn't Dicko like a work for hire guy? Yes, he was. So also, I don't know. I, don't know it, I mean, the, the shit sh- at this point, most of that shit should be in public domain, anyways. Yeah, yeah, Disney's responsible I mean, for that not being the case. So. Yeah, we talked about that before too. Because oh. they got to keep Mickey Mouse. They got to house the mouse. No one else can Mickey. Mm-hmm. Just think what you could do if Spider Man was public domain. They could make a real Italian Spider Man. Italian. <laughs> I guess that already works under a parody. Oh, penguin. <laughs> Goblin. For, last, for the longest time, that trailer for Italian Spider-Man was my absolute favorite thing on the internet. When they did the <laughs> when they did the full series, it wasn't quite as good, but that that trailer to me was it was real good, perfect because it so perfectly encapsulated the uh, fly by night like Italian exploitation of copyright movies from that period. So fucking good, Velocitor. I'm gonna watch that after. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm waiting for him to appear yeah, in uh, yeah. Into the Spider Verse too. Oh, are they going to do that? <clears throat> I think I read. I, they're definitely going to do it. That movie made a, a butt ton of money, and Sony loves well, it. It seemed like they Spider-Man. were. It seemed like what they were doing instead is just cribbing that idea for the new live action movie. Oh, you mean the uh, Far From Home? I don't think they're quite doing that, but. Toby Maguire's going to be in it, right? And Andrew Garfield, supposedly. I don't think it's going to be as fun or as. Um, Oh no! Um, remember, um, into remember, but... into the Spider Verse had like um, color and uh, interesting visuals, and uh, it was good. I, I just I don't think they're gonna do that in the live action Spider Man. That'd be mm-hmm. sacrilegious. <laughs> Make it good. Yeah, not since uh, Spider Man Two. Yeah, I don't know, if you go back and watch those Spider Man, they're not that great. No, they're corny as shit ever. But that's Sam Raimi's style. Uh, I I kind of want to go back and watch him just to see, because like I don't know. I bet like the the directing is like the camera movements and the act. You know what I mean? I bet it's so much better than what's been produced recently. Uh, just the action. I watched it recently with the, the kids. The action's not that great, but I mean the, the actual camera work is pretty good. Yeah, because it's just like we know, like fucking. The directors are on set for Marvel movies for like two days, and they don't let them block any shots. <laughs> it's like we did this all in previous. Oh well, it's all coming to an end finally, anyways. Thanks to fucking the revenge of Steve Ditko. 
I knew Ditko or Kirby would get the last laugh. I always knew it. <laughs> Kirby's estate getting paid, has been getting paid for a while now. It hasn't stopped the Marvel moves from being made. <clears throat> yeah, but this is Ditko we're talking about. <laughs> make a huge difference. Oh, I said someone was like, well, it's his own fault. They should have gone independent like the image guys. It's oh, all yeah. God. Yeah, man. The, the, how publishing it, especially for comic books, was exactly the same in the early 90s as it was in the late 60s. You're right. but <laughs> Not to mention that image kind of fucked over some creators in their uh, process, too. Oh, it was also a, uh, basically a huge failure, and they're lucky to still be in business. Fuck. Those people are so fucking stupid. That's, that reminds me, you, you've seen the, the picture of Fat Thor from the God of War video game that's coming out? Oh, yeah. And, like, um, I don't care one way or the other, because, uh, like I said earlier, I don't really give a fuck about video games. The God of War, the fourth one, slash first one, slash tenth one, whatever, was alright. I have no interest in playing the second one or whatever. But, like, there was um, an ongoing battle where, like, oh, fucking, that's not what Thor's supposed to look like. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's supposed to be hedonistic, blah, blah, blah. And people just pulling shit out that doesn't matter, right? It's like, like it's straight up just your opinion on how it looks. And just the, the lengths that people go to to justify being on the right side, like, oh, this is what power lifters look like. And so, yeah, power lifters have bellies because they don't ever have to cut. And it makes your, your 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 trunk stronger to lift if you have a big belly, et cetera, et cetera. But they don't look like what fat that fat Thor looks like. And even if you know what I mean, it doesn't matter. Like fucking don't. It's so weird. <laughs> it's got that mythological cr- uh, yeah, creation. Yeah, like, exists for two thousand fucking years. Yeah, it's what? so weird to me to like to just plumb the depths to find any fucking moral justification for something so meaningless, and then to just fight about it for days with people. Uh, I don't know. People are just fucking strange to me. I don't get it. I mean, it's like that's how I know we'll never actually tackle climate change or anything really important because there, everybody really wants to argue about uh, Thor and the way he looks in God of War, but but not anything actually important. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just I, I don't know. This is so meaningless. <laughs> Absolutely, the great fight over the new Ghostbusters movie. <clears throat> it does look terrible. I, what's interesting about it is um. It's playing quite a bit off of nostalgia, right? But it's like nostalgia for a movie that doesn't exist because it's not nostalgia for Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? The way they're framing it, it's like a it's like a Goonies Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, it's like if it's like nostalgia for a Ghostbusters that Steven Spielberg made, which doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like fucking remember Dan Aykroyd gets a blowjob from a ghost and shit in it. They're straight up just like goofy comedies. That's what makes them fun movies. There's not like I don't know. It's just so strange the the way they're they're promoting it and making it like oh, but the 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 magical wonder that was Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I mean, I I clowned on like the uh, uh the Lady Ghostbusters movie for having like the complete wrong tone for their Ghostbusters, but so the Ghostbusters astronaut seems like it's gonna have an even weirder tone. Oh, it seems completely inappropriate for Ghostbusters. I mean, I haven't seen it, obviously. So Maybe it's just the trailers that are making it like that, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Well, at this point, based on the way they're promoting it, the trailers and stuff, uh, the 2016 Ghostbusters, the all-female cast one, much more faithful to Ghostbusters than seemingly what this is. 
I don't know, it was a little too much, like, ah, ah, corny comedy in the, the Lady of Ghostbusters. But this oh, yeah, that's just because uh, comedy in movies and TV shows is just absolutely bad now. Everything's done so that they can, like, turn every moment into, like, a, a gift to be used as a meme or whatever. Not, they're not actually writing, like, comedy anymore. I don't think it's all just so they can have gifable moments or reaction images and shit. It's fucking weird what the internet's done to people's brain. Facebook ruined the world. It did. I mean, the, the real problem I've mentioned before is the iPhone. Smartphones should have never existed. It let way too many people get on the internet. Should have just been for us weirdos, just like every subculture <laughs> on our goddamn bulletin boards. Yep, that's right. We would be the transformers. That's right. We would have. <laughs> we would have fucking solved climate change by now on the internet forums. <laughs> With a bunch of other people with uh, no social power. <laughs> he would have solved it. Well, let's get spooky. Damn, son. I'm uh, on the hunt to find the absolute corniest, worst trap remix of the X-Files theme. <laughs> so far, that one's the best just because it has all the um, cliches of like circa 2012 trap music. It's got the, the yeah. damn sun sample. Uh, it's got gun sounds for no reason. <laughs> so far, I mean, Mulder shot his gun at least three times in that X-Files show. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, Sammy Hagar claims he was abducted by aliens and later met more ETs. Holy shit. So the Sammy Hagar? <laughs> that's right. Uh, so those don't know, um, Sammy Hagar was he David Lee Roth, right? That's He replaced David Lee Roth in Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got what <laughs> Cabo Wabo. He loves tequila and um, <laughs> the islands and shit, right? Isn't that one of his gimmicks? Him and yeah, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy I also Buffett. remember someone we know uh, saying that they knew uh, they knew someone that smokes with Sammy H- with Sammy Hagar on a beach somewhere. Sounds legit. It was he, me. He, might, he was like you know. Meanwhile, he's like forty five, and people who smoke are like eighteen. So, <laughs> so that's Sammy Hagar for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Sammy Hagar, and Jimmy Buffett. Drinking Cabo Wabo. <laughs> Looking for his last shaker of salt. So he was recently interviewed uh, by um, some sort of radio host in Las Vegas. Um, where uh, I guess he's mentioned before in his autobiography that he was abducted or some shit. But they, they really dug into it in this radio interview. Uh, he was performing a rooftop concert in Las Vegas this week. Who the fuck would go to see Sammy Hagar? Does he like legit have fans? <laughs> Oh, for sure. I mean, they're all old people for the most part, and maybe some weirdos our age, but wow. Well, I mean, I figure weirdos our age would like Van Halen, but not like Sammy Hagar, right? I don't, I don't know. You know, the one cool thing that Van Halen ever did was just the guitar riff on Thriller, <laughs> and that was just Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the guitar riff on Beat It. I mean, on the album Thriller. No, wait, I, there's a, a cute joke that's in the, this article I'm getting my information from. Uh, so, oh, he was, uh, he, did E.T. want a song about not being able to drive Warp 55? 
Because I guess Sammy Hager's got a song called I Can't Drive 55. I'm not familiar with it. Is E.T. hot for teacher? <laughs> Is that Van Halen? Yeah, it's not Van Halen, but I believe that's David Lee Roth. Not, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, because David Lee Roth did that thing where he did did like jumping splits, right? Yep. Yep. Sammy Hager's yeah. the one that was doing karate on stage, right? <clears throat> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it to him, uh, but I so they made the they changed it to drive warp fifty five right because aliens so yeah, got like aliens do warp speed because that's warp speed. Star Trek. Uh, here's a quote from the man himself. He said, "One hundred percent happened. Four o'clock in the morning, pitch black, dead, dead asleep. I felt like I was being programmed, like someone's tapping into me, like it was a string from my head to thirteen miles up on a mountain place called Lau Creek, and I know right where it is. These little foothills." There was an object there. There was two people in it, two creatures in it. And it was 19, I want to say 64, 65. What's, in 1964, 65, Sammy Hagar was nothing, right? Oh, yeah, no, no. Wait, so you're saying this is not a recent abduction? This is something that happened years ago and now he's revealing it? Well, yeah, like I said, he's mentioned it before, apparently, but they just got more details out of him this time. Yeah, it happened in the 60s. Or I, I think there might be multiple events. We'll, we'll continue. Hashish, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, so J.C. Fernandez is a host of Las Vegas Now on KLS TV. Oh, I guess it was TV, not radio. Both of them are basically meaningless to me, but, you know. <laughs> uh, he believes the ETs communicated with him telepathically, he says. And they went, oh, he's waking up. Wait, I guess it's an alien voice. Oh, he's waking up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the gray aliens are supposed to be almost machine-like, so I, I figure you always got to do like a robot voice for the grays. I don't. He hasn't mentioned that they're the grays yet, but that's the most common um, abduction reporting is that they're the grays. I wonder if there's some sort of psychological reason. I'm sure it's been investigated. It's probably, honestly, it probably has to do with sleep paralysis and people seeing the shadow people. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The grays um, look like humans with like their features well you know missing certain key features so it's just like a spooky version of a humanoid and it's like the yeah, same I, thing. I like my aliens with like tentacles and beaks and shit not me i love the tall whites the nords the nordic aliens we are from uh space uh norway it's, uh, we're here to uh are, are you Darth Lundgren? We are looking for Darth Lundgren. We love uh, Def Leppard, uh, Shami Hagar, and uh, Pretty Girls. Space Norway. Chef. <laughs> Space Norway, we got uh, Big Fjords. Uh, he said, oh, Space he's, Fjords. He, oh, he's waking up. Augmented tele- telepathy, you know? They just did the communication thing when my head is waking up. They yelled out a numerical code, not of our numerical system. Uh, apparently he it was uh it was the only muscle's kids man yeah he did uh vocalize the alien sounds apparently during the interview and it went <laughs> and can almost feel the plug like an electrical charge leaving zap uh zapped into their ship put a light on in the ship where i see shadows of these creatures does seem sort of sleep paralysis huh paralysis no 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 it's definitely real mm. it happened previous interviews hager explains uh, explained how he woke up to a loud bam and a white light, and became convinced this abduction happened for a reason. He was programmed by the aliens to become a rock star. <laughs> oh, and it um, works. 
Well, so even uh, the Red Rocker, I guess, is that some nickname for Sammy Hagar? Why is he called the Red Rocker? Yeah, yeah. It's a, I don't know why, but he has his name for Sammy Hagar. Why is Sammy Hagar Red Rocker? By the late 1970s, Hagar was enjoying moderate success as a solo artist. He was, oh, really? I thought he just was like some dude they picked up for Van Halen. and then uh, It kind of was, you know what I mean? Like, he was having success, but it wasn't like anybody really knew who he was, if I remember correctly. Oh, so he, he had a... Recomer. Yeah, he had a song called Red. It's like that Mark Wahlberg movies. That fucking sucks. He just had a song called Red, so they call him the Red Rocker. Everything about this man's life is just embarrassing. <laughs> Except for the part where he's a fucking millionaire. Also, I don't want to hate on him too bad. He's a fellow, fellow curly hair man. Not too many curly hair rockers. Oh, I have curly hair than he does. He's got more uh, wavy, I guess. No, that's kind of what my... Oh, it depends on the picture you look at. But yeah. you, I mean, you, you, your hair is curlier in your ease. Uh, oh, here you go. So he says, these little gray creatures, yeah, I knew they were going to be gray. And you're fucking so uninspired. These little gray creatures that were hanging out in Lake Placid. I had a house out in the wilderness, and I had just no electricity. Log cabin back in the early 80s. 81, 82. And these little guys are in that cabin one night, and you know you've been slamming doors. Just I'm not saying, yeah, they're physical guys. I don't know if they were robots or what, but it was it was freaky. It scared me to death. So, um. Why are you still here, then? It was only freaky. It wasn't. Oh, he didn't. He didn't even literally scared him to yeah. death. He just figuratively scared him to death. So, well, where's like Placid at? Where are all the white women at? Placid, New York. Huh? Oh yeah, you didn't remember Lake Placid the movie? Yeah, with the the oh. crocodile. Yeah, the crocodilio. Lake Placid is in the Adirondacks. <laughs> That's a funny name. The Adirondacks. Those are mountains, mountain range. I don't That's know anything correct. about New York or the East Coast, really. <laughs> or geography, apparently. I know where all the states are. I uh, used to be able to recite all the capitals, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I won a competition once, like, fourth grade. I mean, like, uh, up until, like, a year ago, okay, until I forgot some of them. Because me and my most recent ex-girlfriend, for some reason, we'd get drunk and um, just do shit, like, memorize the capitals and, like, quiz each other. Or, like, memorize, uh, like, leaders of different nations and quiz each other and shit. I don't know why. What's the capital of Mississippi? Uh, also, Concord is the capital of New Hampshire. I got that wrong. And I don't know Mississippi. I guess I don't remember very many of them anymore. <laughs> Mississippi is Jackson. I know that. Oh, we're going to Jackson. I don't, I don't even remember the lyrics to the song. You know, fucking June Carter I'm going Cash to Jackson. Jackson. Gonna find a burn. <laughs> We're going, Jackson. That's all going, Jackson. You know, it's a really good country song. I'm going to play it for you right now for our listening audience, too. They're going to love it. Oh, no, that would be an actual good country song. This one's good in a different way. Want to go down? I 
Mississippi Hoping the General Jackson don't run me down And young men on their jet skis I sure hope that they see me Worship my big old pussy before I go to town Worship my big old pussy should you want to go down Not if he's a car battery acid. Pollution from the factory, acid from car batteries. As a bird cloud, they were kind of um, a very uh, tongue-in-cheek, white trash sort of country act from oh, mid-2000s. They got popular on the internet a little bit, but it never really took off. Because all their songs were like... Um, Watch my big old pussy. Yeah, kind of offensive about like sexual stuff. I don't know. It is interesting. There's very. I didn't stop two live crew. Yeah, it's different when you're a man, though, isn't it? No, there's not different rules for men's. Uh, Women have it easier, Kyle. Uh, I'm really good. Yeah, they can get paid just for showing their nuts. No, they're big old pussies. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. They're going as they're inside. <laughs> not on uh, OnlyFans anymore. Or they, they, they retracted that, didn't they? Yeah, they're like, oh, fuck, we fucked up. I'm oh, gonna- fuck, we're not going to make any money anymore? Fuck. For now. It's definitely obviously on the agenda. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's... Hey, this is this is big tech, Kyle. You got to cash out. So, yeah, I guess, you know, fucking he met aliens. I mean, this just makes me think that David Bowie is abducted by aliens. No, I think his, David, his, his songs about space were way better. I think David Bowie's just a creative person. Oh. Yeah, whereas Sammy Hagar is just some curly-haired weirdo that Van Halen got to replace David Lee Roth for some reason. So, the General Lee is the name of the Dukes of Hazard car, right? Yes. And do you think, why do you think they changed it to General Jackson? Because Stonewall Jackson's the Scourge of the South. Maybe that's what it is. But then it's not anything. The reference dies. Maybe there's a General Jackson. Like, car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a General I, I'm not Jackson. With, there's definitely a General Jackson. I'm not familiar with the car named after. Yeah. Was General Lee a Hemi? No, he was a human being. <laughs> 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 that's one of the google questions was, was general lee a hemi talking about uh <laughs> you know he's a he's a goddamn war hero we should celebrate him yeah so that his abduction stories weren't too impressive he um they like interviewed him once and then showed up at his house slamming cabinet doors and shit seems pretty fake to me pretty made <laughs> up just like every other abduction yeah, but you at least like spice it up with like weird sex stuff. That's the best stuff. And they probulated him. They put a strange cup device on my on my penis. Gave me the best head I've ever experienced. Oh. <laughs> they have they have that now. You can buy it at sex shops. I've always wanted to get um Janice Griffith's uh flashlight. Like as a fan. I don't know who that uh, is. <laughs> She's a interesting porn star. She's I don't same thing I mentioned before. Uh, Charlotte Sartre, um, she's one of my favorite porn stars. Not specifically because of porn or anything, just because she seems like an interesting person. I my whole uh, I, I know that they do flashlights with uh, that are supposed to be molded after uh, real ladies' uh, mm. vagina parts. Right. But it's well, my whole thing is like, eh, how do you even really know? You know. And once it's on a flashlight, one vagina is much the same as the next, as far as I'm concerned. They should start doing, um... Once you're plastic molding your penis, you know? They should start, like, doing, like, 3D mapping of their actual vaginal canals, right? And then recreating that. (laughs) In addition to, like, the labia molds. Fuck, man, that's what a great business idea. I just need a little bit of funding. 
The technology already exists, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Lasers <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was with science Sonar. or some shit. Well, that's all I got. Uh, well, go to VHSCult.com. VHSKVLT, where you can learn even more interesting facts about Disney's Marvel's The Avengers. And um, you can see the, the articles about us determining who's a monster and who's not. A lot of it has to do with uh, women's reproductive rights for some reason. <laughs> I support the Texas abortion ban. I we should hunt those women down. Yeah, I support it just because I think there should we should really bring back bounty hunting. <laughs> Did never really go away? Isn't Dog the bounty hunter still in existence? Yeah, oh, but even see. in Arizona, where like the bounty hunting laws oh, were yeah. pretty lax, they had to like tighten them up because some innocent <laughs> yeah, people, some people died. Just a uh, consequence of living out here. Oh my life. god, Kyle. Not only is Dog the Bounty Hunter still around, but let me read you this, the, the headline that just popped up, uh, written an hour ago. Dog the Bounty Hunter uh, joins the search for Brian Laundry. Who's that? That's the dude that, uh, you know, you've heard about the van the van life people and with Gabby, I don't remember her last name. Oh, the woman who was missing is definitely dead, right? Yeah, well, they found her body, so she's oh. dead for sure. And he, in her, uh, he, you know, her boyfriend almost surely killed her. What's the uh, evidence? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, they were traveling together, right? And uh-huh. uh, and uh, she disappeared. Yeah. And he showed up back home, right? And didn't yeah. talk to the police or anybody else and got a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then they found her dead body. So, Well, yeah, but I mean, um, <laughs> what about... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Look, know. I'm not. This isn't a court of law, obviously. Anything can happen in the court of law. He's innocent, still presumed guilty. But in the VHS cult, he's like 95 percent guilty, right? Uh, <laughs> right? Is, has he come up with an alibi yet? No, he's disappears. Oh, so he? I mean, when he came home and got a lawyer and shit. Oh, he disappeared before. Like, there's he an investigation. He refused to him. talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, where did I think? Like, yeah, it was fucking. Uh, what I would do if I um. I don't think I'd ever be in this situation. I don't know why I would kill my partner, but um, what I do is you know you know Henry Lee Lucas, the the sort of like uh, traveling serial killer man. Mm-hmm. When um him and his partner Otis Tool got uh, arrested and charged with all the the murders they committed and stuff, they claimed that they um were part of like a secret cabal that the government funded. It's called like the Black Hand or something. It was basically just like an assassination murder cult sort of thing. Uh-huh. That had something to do with like powerful people or whatever. Completely made up. No evidence or anything. And like also um, Henry Lee Lucas and Oz tool were like absolutely just drifter crazy people, right? But what I would do is if I was in that situation, I'd blame it on the Black Hand. <laughs> I no no not me. I'd blame it on the deep state and the Illuminati or some bullshit. Because then you got a, you got a thirty to forty percent of the country on your side is the globalists, the fucking the globalist deep, deep state agenda, you trying to institute globalists. a new world order. I'd blame it on the localists. Donald Trump was sent by gosh. Like that would be who's the opposition to the globalists? The localists, nationalists. <laughs> Uh, we'll tune in next week. We'll we'll solve even more missing persons cases. We're turning this into an exploitative true crime podcast. We'll have a top. <laughs> that's, 10, a, that's what the money is. Top ten tips to constantly live in fear if you're a woman. Um, clothes you shouldn't wear because it will be your fault if you're assaulted. Women, as a joke. <laughs>
Holy shit. <laughs> uh, uh, is it though, Kyle? Is it a joke? Well, I mean, yes. For me, I guess it's not a joke. It's um, satire. The purpose of it was to point out the absurdity of uh, true crime podcasts and other media that um, so try to find new ways to blame women for being victimized. And then uh, I was putting on the, the effect of being one of the yeah, whatever. Jokes, you know, jokes. <laughs> Wasn't a very good joke, I guess. But at VHSCult.com, you can find more jokes and more podcasts with jokes in them. And you can donate to our Patreon. And you can provide the link to your friends and family and tell them to listen. And you can review our podcasts on whatever platform you're on. And um, that's about it. You can, uh, if Mina, if you're listening, please promote the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a follow. Yeah, fucking let all the K-pop fans know all the all the ones. There's definitely a lot of crossover between uh, people like uh, K-pop female idol groups and VHS cult. Yeah, me. Goodbye. VHS cult.